The Koi Gig Pod on Off The Ball. I'm grimacing because it was such an opportunity. Possession-wise, I thought they were good, but they didn't have the cutting edge and they don't have Sam Kerr. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. Right, so the news broke yesterday that uh, Donegal were uh, not on the hunt for a new manager because they've got an interim solution in place. But Paddy Carr had stepped away following a meeting with the senior players. It comes on the back of a, a tumultuous six months, really, and, and maybe a little bit longer for Donegal. I'm delighted to say Amy McGee is with us to talk to us a little bit about what's going on at the moment. Um, Eamon, a very thoughtful uh, column today from Tommy Martin in The Examiner where he's talking about the fact that um, the business of Donegal football is now um, worth over a million a year in turnover and that you have people who are managing that as their hobby and that for all the, the best will in the world that um, the business of running an intercounty team has outgrown the the amateur ethos and I have a lot of sympathy for that because this seems like a situation which is very very layered and uh, difficult to kind of uh, get to the very bottom of and at the same time the Donegal Senior Intercounty team are wondering who is actually in charge here Yeah exactly I think the intercounty thing has been a victim of his own success it's grown and grown um, and it's just too big a monster for you know someone that's doing a job a full-time job and then try, trying to run like most county boards you know if you're if you're in that top table are going to be up around the, or up around the million mark and 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 that's just ridiculous that we we have people trying to do that in their spare time run run that monster in their spare time um but in saying that it's it's no solace to the to the Donegal footballers it's no solace to Paddy Carr to find himself put in a situation put in a situation like that uh, and I think it's just uh, I think the sentiment amongst Donegal and further field is that there's a lot of sympathy for Paddy um, and, and and the way and the situation was handled the way his appointment was handled and the fact that he he he, he found himself in that, in that job and probably maybe a wee bit over his head now um, and, and, and that's a reflection of uh, the appointment process yeah, the appointment process. Uh, Jimmy Guinness was talking about it on the Examiner podcast last week, and um, you know he was disappointed that his name was made public in the end because he felt that it reflected on an unwillingness on his part to get involved, even though he actually had expressly said that he was willing to get involved. So, whoever is looking at the process needs to look at the entire process and how everything was handled because it feels like a lot of people who were interested ended up being alienated by the actual process itself. And, and 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 for me, look, looking on it, whoever's in charge of that process, or whoever took managed the process, for me, their position is is pretty much untenable. Uh, going going by what's happened in in this last uh, two three days, um, and for 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 for, for to put Caddy, Paddy Carr in a situation like that, there um, is, and to put any individual, any human in a in a situation like that, there is is just. It's ridiculous, and for, for anybody that managed that process, they, they shouldn't be they shouldn't be letting it near it at all. And it's it's just been a real roller coaster in terms of for this for this last six seven months. Um, and and it's nothing new for for Donegal. You know, we we went in the noughties and we were making national headlines. <laughs> at least there was a bit of crack with the headlines we were making in terms of the the binges we would have went on, um, and the Donegal players and. 
It just seems to go in the in these cycles from we won ninety two. There was a hullabaloo with with Martin McHugh, and that whole appointment process set us back. We went into the noughties with a, with a good team, loads of potential. The players just didn't have the mindset. The county board were the same, and I I, I think the McGinnis thing covered up a lot of cracks. You know, I, I think he compensated for for a lot, and Roy Geller followed after him, and obviously Boner now. But it was always going to revert to. Revert to this. It feels like there's been no legacy from the McGuinness era. No sense of like, oh, this is what a high performance environment looks like. It was more that it kind of flared up and then dissipated slowly. And 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 that's the tragic thing about this. Is the really really frustrating thing. Why, you know, so many of the of that. 2012 team are so annoyed that, that there is no legacy. That 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 was part of the deal that we were to go on. You know, really blasted, really go at it, and and leave leave that legacy for some young fellow to go on then, and just keep keep the thing going. And we we never built on it. Uh, the county board have now left us in a situation where we're starting. We we've thrown the academy away, um, you know, and all and all that promise that that was going to show, and you know the potential that it showed. We're we're now in a situation where, you know, we're going into Division Two. We've got rid of our manager, and you know it, it just doesn't doesn't look good. And the frustrating thing about it is that all the promise from the last decade is um, we've just got to start again. Was the writing on the wall, Eamon, when when you see Declan Boner step down on what the twentieth of July? It takes until October twenty fourth for for Paddy Carr to be put in place alongside Aidan O'Rourke. Like, I guess it took that long because they wanted to find the right person but was it concerning for you as an ex-Donegal player and as a Donegal man to see a process take that long and to see a lack of minute names maybe going forward I know Rory Cavanaugh was one that was uh, quite heavily linked with the role but it shouldn't take that long to appoint a manager No, it, 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 it shouldn't and I think the, the appointment process not only should it have been started before you know there should have been moves made and you know talks made before before we we all knew this was Declan's last year in terms of in terms of last year moves should have been made and we should have been instead of reacting you know we should have been proactive and approaching the right men putting things in place and you know with with the Rory Kavanagh and you know Carol Lacey with with Jim coming on as an advisory there's a lot of good vibes coming from that and, and that fell through and you know probably wasn't all on the county board with that there now there, there stuff happened in, in terms of the county final and, and, and different stuff but it, it should have been all wrapped up long long before it and there's, there's also an argument out there you know just to bash the county board that the, the pool is shallow and, and and it's getting shallower in the county management because of the commitment it goes to the same thing with when we're talking about county board officials and county boards where the, it's just become so big a monster then their county management pool is getting shallower and shallower because of that same reason it's just so so hard to to commit it it's almost impossible to like you need to either be very very young and have no commitments or you need to be at the end of your career and essentially retired and able to uh, dedicate your time to it and neither of those is perfect Uh, scenario A you don't have a lot of experience you don't really know how to manage people of similar age to you and then also uh, scenario B a lot of people who aren't fully in touch with the modern trends of the game so it's, it's incredibly difficult to find the right characters it's 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 so hard, and and what's going to come now uh, is that 
more and more county boards they're going to go full time. It, it has to come because, as we talked about, the finances, the the whole, the whole monsters become intercounty management are going to follow secondly, and then the players are going to start looking around and saying like, what, what's the story here? Um, why is everybody else getting a slice of the pie and and, and we're not? And you know that that that's the conversation we're going to have to start having because that's the road we're on. And we, we, we need to be aware of that and we need to kind of f- face that head on. Are, are we happy to keep to keep on this road? Yeah. And like there's a really there's, there's loads of different ways around that where you could have a director of football in a county. You could have an academy manager in a county. They could be full time and part of their responsibilities could be in helping to prepare the senior intercounty team, whether or not that's as a manager or a selector. Like it, it's possible for... Uh, for us to put our brains together and come up with a structure that is sustainable but as soon as you start mentioning payments uh, over the counter legally everybody goes up in arms and is like no you can't do that I uh, know and, and, and I know that I, I've argued this point you know we, we've have to just face this head on that, that there's been payment in the inter-county game big payment in the club game and let's just regulate it Um and be be mature enough to reach. This is where we've gotten our organisation. Whether we we let it happen and, and we stood by and let it happen, or or whatever. But it, the fact is, we're here. Uh, let's let's just f- face up to it. But the the danger is, is 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 the players. Like how long can the players put in the commitment and then say right? Everybody else is getting paid here. Why why do we why do we not get get paid here? And it's just it's it's dangerous territory for me because the amateur ethos is. So is so is so important to the, for me anyway. And the J, the amateur, this is important. What do you think the atmosphere is like amongst the current players at the moment? I don't know if you've been speaking to any of them, and I'm not asking you to betray any confidences if you have. But what what must? So, if I'm right, they met with Paddy Carr and expressed a desire for him to leave. That certainly seemed to be the the. Um, if you read the statement, that seemed to be the sequence of events. So once that happens, the writing's on the wall. And fair play to him for not sticking it out because loads of managers have dug their heels in and said, no, I was appointed, this is my job. He obviously knew that the right thing to do at that stage was to go. And I think um, the sympathy that you've expressed for him is is, is widespread across the GA community. Um, but those players now, obviously, there's a rod for their back from their own people who are unhappy with it. They've made themselves a lightning rod for criticism. What's their sense of of what the future holds in the short term? And and I think they obviously, with their smart enough lads there about there, they would have knew that this is a big, big decision to make to get rid of a manager. Um, you know, halfway through the season, a few weeks out from championship, they knew what was going to come, and and it will come. There's there's no point of saying otherwise that the their performances wouldn't have been probably up to scratch. So a lot of p- people are going to late like. Late on, on the on the players on the players' head, and um, more than the managers management's head. So, um, they would have been aware of it. And the the only thing I can gauge, you know, I, I know a few of them personally. Like I haven't chatted; I've just left them be for this last few days. And the only thing is just to just to get train hard to to get to get down at it, and um, just to keep it's imp- it's important because there are a lot of young people in, in that Donegal dress. It's important that we talked about legacy. It's important that you know the. The idea of playing for Donegal is still really, really sought after, and you know that is a really important. When you go to put on that jersey, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a big thing, and we, we, we need to keep keep that ideal and keep that idea, and that's what the the older lads in the county squad will be be looking towards. It's funny, I mean, because I was at the Monaghan Donegal game in Clonus, and, and although Donegal were were per performance wise in the second half, you're still looking at their team on paper. 
Kieran McGonagall, Oshin Gallen, Michael Langan, all these young players who are brilliant and, and and there are more coming through as you say. So it's it's a great job for somebody to have on paper. Like this is a really exciting time for Donegal football you'd imagine what do you expect to happen at this stage we know it's Aidan O'Rourke and Paddy Bradley in situ for, for the game against Roscommon this weekend but like would you expect a change before championship would you expect Aidan O'Rourke I, 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 don't, I don't expect a change okay. I think it'll be O'Rourke and, and, and Bradley should they be happy enough to, to, keep, to keep at it now and I agree totally with you Shane now I think this talk about transition just accepting that Donegal will go down Um and they'll drop down a few levels and maybe come back in a, in a few years. And, and I think that's that's just accepting uh, what other people are saying about Donegal. I think that it's important that the players don't accept that and keep trying to operate at that, at that high level because they have the ability, as he says, the, when you go through their team on paper, that there's a there's a lot of players on there that would make lots of county, county teams around the country. Because even after the Kerry game, I remember like just the the joy after the first league game. You're thinking, well, this was not expected. Beating the All Ireland champions, and even Paddy Carr had a a smile the length of Donegal. He was so so happy after that match, and the performances were brilliant. So, like you'd wonder what happened thereafter. Because then, of course, they drew with Galway as well. Like, and they've been so close in other games. Do you know, so you'd wonder they, what they has have. Gone they so probably on. should have beat Galway and the, yeah. the Kerry. I remember, you know, I was doing a bit of work up in the media box. I seen Paddy and I seen the joy, and it just gave me such a lift to see, to see that because it had been such a negative few months. You know, with 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 different things, and to see us get that lift against Kerry, it was just it was just a nice wee buzz. Um, and it, uh, f- for me, I, I I just think. It it was just too big a thing for for Paddy, and you know he 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 had probably had an idea of under county management in in his head from from maybe twenty years ago, uh, and and it just got it's radically radically different from from that there, and it was as as time went on, I'd, I'd imagine just things were let slip and things just weren't at the level that a, a lot of them probably middle group and you know a lot of the older group of that team would have played under Rory Geller would have played under Jim McGuinness probably came into Jim's final final year too and that's the standard they're used to so they're probably not going to accept any anything less now so um, I'd imagine it just kept at it and it just got to a stage where it just wasn't uh, it just <laughs> changes had to be made basically it was also a slightly weird marriage of convenience at the end in that a couple of candidates who'd gone for the job independently ended up on the same ticket and so now Aidan O'Rourke is is, um, is the manager it feels like maybe we wait for official confirmation of, of titles and stuff but um, I'd say Aidan O'Rourke knows the job of an inter-county manager pretty well has a very good sense of, of what it takes is there a possibility that the right man is going to be fully responsible and given the freedom to take this forward? I, I don't know. I don't know. Aidan, Aidan O'Rourke's the only man that can answer that. Is, is he happy enough to take things? Paddy Bradley obviously will be will be knocking about there. O'Rourke will probably only go if, if Bradley if Bradley stays about. Um, so it's, it's it's probably so totally. I'd imagine if the county board would be delighted if if Aidan O'Rourke says I'll I'll stay until the end of the year and and then go looking at it. But the work needs to be starting now in terms of. Who do we get in for for next year? Eventually, it's going to be Kavanagh and Lacey. That it's just a matter of when when they get into the to the county seat and when they make that move. And I'd imagine going by what's happened in this last few months that that'll not happen unless changes are made at the top the top table now. So it's just about 
need to make do need to make the moves now for for next year. Need to get chatting to the right people. Um, you were always a good man for rolling your sleeves up and getting involved in campaigns and putting your head above the parapet. If you look at the job that Michael Dignan has done in Offaly, are you inspired in any way to go and sit in county board meetings and uh, sit for a couple of hours three times a week? Mm-hmm. I think you need a distinct personality for that and unfortunately I just don't I'm not too good at holding the tongue now um, so I don't think I'd see myself as a county board a county board official well, maybe it's just you need to shift the paradigm I and mean, that's all maybe maybe that's what's needed maybe that's what's needed Jerry. is that you need a few boys just to let off uh, and let off an old verbal tirade or two now but uh for for now, I'd be I'd be happy enough to sit sit given out on off the ball. Um, I, I, not like to extend the point though that some of your generation do need to actually go and sit in those boring meetings and show up and uh, influence the outcome of them, right? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. The the right people, and and I think there was moves made to to get people like that into the county board, and and I, and I think that's. What ultimately the route was, it was seen as a coup up here in terms of, you know, which few people try to get uh, a chairman and, you know, a coaching officer and, and just different, different ideas, different way of looking at things and just try and change the culture. And, um, you know, I believe, and that's my own personal opinion, that Carol Lacey paid, paid the price for that because he would have been uh, interacting with various people and trying to make, 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 make that happen. All right, well, we wish you all in Donegal the very best. Uh, uh, Aidan O'Rourke, Paddy Bradley might be a, a ticket to get a bit of a kick over the next few weeks and certainly the Ulster Championship. And then the round robin, there's loads of actual football matches to be played where those young players will have an opportunity yeah. to decide this is our chance to be leaders. And, and hopefully um, it's uh, always darkest before the dawn, that awful cliche. Hopefully this is just the bit before the dawn that comes for Donegal football because, as you say, there's incredible talent up there. Anyway, great stuff. Great to talk to you again. Thanks a million, man. Cheers, Cheers, Cheers Shane. Chat to you there. Cheers, Thank um, you. And McGee there. We obviously are uh, attempting to uh, offer everybody on the Donegal County Board the opportunity to come on and explain exactly what their side of the story is. Um, for now, we're not hearing anything from... Uh, the various previous contestants to be the new manager or the uh, recently stepped aside manager but it's obviously a story that's um, going to continue I think the starting point for that conversation though is um, in Tommy Martin's piece as well like Donegal is obviously a, a football county and the spend on hurling is tiny but in other counties that are dual counties it's a million quid on both the senior and hurling and football teams and then there's all the other expenditure that you have on games development and games promotion and uh, trying to get fundraising done and it's like it's not a job for people who aren't qualified who don't have some finance or marketing or logistics or operations experience uh, it is people doing their hobby mm. who find themselves going have, am I, have I ticked all the boxes for the procedures for this election that I you know that were written 100 years ago yeah you can't just be someone who likes GA. I like GA. I'll throw my hat in the ring. I love Donegal football. You actually have to have some business acumen, some experience, as you say. And I, that, that is so important, like what, what Eamon is saying. You pick the right person to be on the county board. Because you, you want to pick the right person who's the county manager. But I mean, the county board is so important. We don't even realise, and it's getting more important year on year. So. Yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.